I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and at least temporarily, this is going to be the only place I'm communicating possibly on Facebook Live on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. Why is that? After doing radio for 23 years on commercial radio, I have now left a job that I've had for the last three years and I feel like I had good reasons for doing so. And I wanted to talk about this because I think we don't see enough of people putting family first. And I'm not saying I'm any paragon of virtue and, oh, look, she's the greatest. I'm not saying any of that. But we have choices in life. Proverbs 14.1 says, the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And the fact of the matter is, when you're a woman, you have a lot of responsibilities. Obviously, men do too. Men got to provide for the family and these kinds of things. And often women have to provide for the family. But there are a lot of choices that we can make in life. And a lot of folks I've seen have made the wrong ones from the standpoint of either their ego or money or this or that. Listen, we all have to make a living. I'm not a wealthy person. I need to work. A lot of people need to work. But there are always choices that you can make in life. And recently I was, I was confronted with a choice as to whether or not to go back on morning drive or to leave the station. Now, those of you who followed me for any length of time know that I worked morning drive for about 20 years at different stations. And I can do it. I can absolutely get up at one or two in the morning and do it. And I did it. And I think fairly well for a lot of years. I'm not the best host in America. I'm not the worst. I think I'm, you know, better than some, not as good as others. But I worked hard and nobody could say I didn't work hard. But you get up at one or two in the morning to prepare for a morning show, not complaining about any of that. I did it for years. But about six months ago, I made a change and I asked them to move me to nine to noon. Part of that was because Rush Limbaugh had passed away and I knew there were gonna be some changes with that. That was gonna be a little bit uh, easier schedule and there were already people listening to radio nine to noon. And so I asked to move and my station let me do it. Now I told them basically at the time I had to move. I got COVID last summer, I was sick as a dog. I worked during the election season with no help. I'm not whining about any of this, by the way, I'm just letting you kind of know the background. I worked the election season with no booker. I'd be booking guests from three in the morning till seven o'clock at night. If you've ever dealt with the White House or politicians or people like that, you understand, you know, the White House is working on East Coast hours. And if you don't grab that guest, someone else will kind of thing. If they text and say, we got Herschel Walker available or Rudy Giuliani or Trump or whatever, you've got to grab them quickly because other stations will. So it's, I'm not complaining about it. It's not impossible. It's just a lot of hours. And you basically can't walk away from your phone. And I got through the election after having done that. And during that time, I got COVID and I was sick as a dog. And I think part of the reason I was so sick with COVID is because of the fact that I wasn't sleeping. And you can only do so much trying to get a few hours at night, trying to get a few hours during the day. And just to get personal here, for those who don't understand how this works. When you do morning drive, you never really feel rested. I can't go to bed at seven o'clock at night. I'm a natural night owl. Now I've done it, I've tried to do it, and I'd get in bed and I would toss and turn. You, obviously you can't take Excedrin PM or anything like that, NyQuil, because you have to get up so early, but I'd take herbs. There's an herb you can take called valerian, not Valium, valerian, and it'll make you tired and, and drink, a drink a half a glass of wine, not with the valerian <laughs> separately, to try to go to bed early. And the bottom line is you're forcing yourself to go to sleep when you don't want to. 
Now, the getting up part was not hard. Getting up at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, I would wake up often before my alarm would go off and wide awake. And I'd hit the internet and be ready to work. So it wasn't that I couldn't do it. I absolutely did it. And uh, that's not the hard part. The hard part is constantly trying to force yourself to go to bed when you don't want to. You're like an eight-year-old kid. You literally are like a little kid. Got to go to bed, got to go to bed, got to go to bed. And it's especially hard in Vegas in the summertime because it's light till seven, eight o'clock at night. So the dogs sleep all day. And then 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, they're wide awake. They want their walk. I can't do it because if I do it, then I get all wired up. Then I have to take another shower before I go to bed. And it just is very hard to do. But I did it for many, many years. But after the election season and after getting sick and everything that was going on, I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. So I asked them to move me, and they did. And a lot of my audience, apparently, from what we know now, didn't necessarily follow me to the new time slot. And I get it. It happens. We don't really know. The ratings in radio are very hard. They have what they call meters. If you don't know anything about that, people wear meters on their clothing that pick up whatever station they're listening to. So in other words, you can say, well, I only listen to talk radio. That may be true to a certain extent, but if you walk into a store and there's another radio station playing, you're basically hearing those ads. So you're listening to another station, even if that wouldn't be your first choice. So these meters are a pretty accurate way to judge who's listening and for how long. The problem is there aren't many out there. So I don't really know. I know a lot of people love me. A lot of people don't. I don't know how many people are actually listening. But the fact is, management looked at it after six, seven months and thought, you know what, we need her on morning drive. She was stronger on morning drive. And that's, you know, every station will say, if you don't have a strong morning show, then you might as well, you know, the rest of the day is not that great because people are lazy. People will get up in the morning, get in their car, turn on a radio station. And if they don't like what they hear, they'll change it and they won't come back. So if you don't have a good, strong morning show, the rest of the station is going to suffer and vice versa. Okay. So the decision was made that they wanted me to go back on mornings. And I said, I can't do it. My husband, about six months ago, started a handyman business. He had been in the casino business for a lot of years. And, uh, you know, the COVID situation washed him out. And he was okay with that. He doesn't miss it. And we started talking about it. And he decided to start a handyman business because he's got every tool known to mankind. And he, here's a guy with a master's degree who can fix anything. <laughs> he just has that ability. And so after being an executive wearing suits for many, many years, now he's doing what he really loves, which is being all boy, fixing stuff. He loves it. He's thriving. He's completely swamped with business. Don't call me. He's swamped with business. But now it's even worse. It was hard enough for me to be on mornings when I was with him and he was getting home at 5.30 or 6 o'clock at night because I'd get home from work at 9 or 10. I would sleep for a few hours. I would force myself to take a nap right then and then be up and be sparkly when he came home at five or six o'clock at night, and then try to make myself go back to sleep by 7, 38 o'clock at night, which is ridiculous, I know. It doesn't work, because you're always taking naps. You're not really getting restful sleep. So now that he's on the handyman schedule, there are times he doesn't get home till 7, 38 o'clock at night, because a job takes longer than he would have thought. So when they asked me to go back on mornings, it was hard enough six months ago, and it's impossible now, because I cannot go back on mornings and never see my husband. The way it works now, I get up in the morning, I was preparing for my show, my husband would make me breakfast, we would talk, he'd go do his thing, I'd do my thing, at night I would see him and be wide awake. And that's the only way to conduct a marriage as far as I'm concerned. And I know other people do it differently, I get it, but I also know the divorce rate is extremely high in radio and other occupations where people work opposite shifts. I worked in the casino business for a lot of years. 
And I know I was not married then, but I know a lot of people who worked a casino job where they'd have different days off and everything else. I mean, literally, you'd never even have days off together. You call that a marriage? And why did they do it? For money. Well, I make more money if I work swing shift with Wednesday and Thursday off. So, you know, so the bottom line is there are choices we can make. And you can say, well, it's hard. It's, and I get it. It's not easy for me. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm kind of excited about it, to tell you the truth, because there are some things I've been wanting to do for a long time. I mean, can I just be honest here? How many years can you just get up and bitch about the city council? <laughs> and my friends who know me know I've been saying that for years. Enough already. How many years can you do that? And I've tried to do a show that is not the daily outrage stuff. Oh, Kamala Harris is down in Guatemala. And oh, look what she said. And look what he said. And I try not to do a show like that because I just find it so tedious and so much of talk radio is like that. So I'm not going to miss a lot of the aspects of talk radio. I will miss some of the people I worked with. They were great. I had a great time there. We parted friends. But ultimately, I had to make a decision that was best for my life. I'm not a kid. I can't go back to sleep in three hours here and four hours there. That's no life. I can't do it. And I'm not a person who phones it in. I don't walk into work. You know, I can't walk into work like a DJ at 545 and turn on the mic at six o'clock and I'm not putting them down or saying they don't work hard. But it's different when you're talking 40 minutes an hour and you've got to come up with the topics and all those kinds of things. So you can't do it if you're just screwing off and phoning it in. By the way, I want to mention that my husband was fine with this. He was absolutely fine with this decision. He did not see how God's plan would have been for me to work and never, ever see him. And he didn't say, well, you've got to work. We can't afford for you to quit. None of that. That's what happens when you marry a man of God, ladies, just saying. So I loved what I did. I'll probably do some aspect of it going forward. I actually have some plans in place, something I've been working on for a long time that I plan to roll out here in the next couple of months. But what I want to say is we have choices to make, all of us. And many times you say, well, I have no choice. Are you sure? Are you sure you have no choice? Or, listen, people don't walk away from talk radio jobs. I walked away from a morning job. People don't walk away from that. I'm one of the few people I know anymore getting paid to do talk radio. A lot of people, especially locally, are paying to be on the air. So I walked away from it. But I'm not afraid to do that because I know God has got it. There's no way that God wants me to never see my husband for some job. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. I don't care if I have to go become a professional dog walker. I'll come up with something. I've got some other skills. And like I said, I've got some plans and some things I've been working on. So I'm very excited about it. I'm not bummed at all. I'm not mad at the people I worked for. They had a business decision to make. And they felt that I was better on mornings. And I understand that. And I felt that I needed a life. So there you go. And we walked away friends. Boss hugged me goodbye. I mean, everybody's friendly. It's no problem. I remember reading a book written years ago by Deborah Norville, who had written a book about uh, her experiences at NBC and her life. And I remember something she said that stuck in my mind. She said, I've got a contract with NBC for five years. I've got a contract with my husband for life. Exactly. Recently, there was a situation where one of the ladies on CNN, the real pretty one with the dark hair, whose name escapes me at the moment, was on the evenings. And they wanted her to go to mornings and she flatly refused. She had just gotten married and she had flatly refused. And you might say to yourself, well, why is it that the women always have to make the sacrifices? Why do we have to do that? Why can't the men do it? Well, you know, ladies, men get out there and make the sacrifices every single day. Because men are the ones who have the burden, if they're decent men, the burden of supplying what the family needs. 
When it comes right down to it, most of the time, the guys, even if they're not making the money the women are or whatever the situation may be, you know, they have the burden, the mental burden on them of supplying what the family needs, providing for the family. And a woman sometimes will have to make decisions that are better for the marriage than for her career. I have no problem doing that because I got married for life. I've been married nearly 20 years. I've made a lot of decisions over the course of my career for my marriage. When I worked in Los Angeles, I was home twice. I drove back and forth every week. I was down there for a couple of days a week and I came home. I was home four days a week. I drove 600 miles a week to be with my husband because I wasn't going to go, see ya, hon. I'll come back once a month. I'm going down to LA. See you later, babe. I mean, that's not the way to run a marriage. Now you can, and people have done it and they wind up divorced. And I refuse to do that because my marriage is far more important to me than any job, which if you know anything about my industry or a lot of industries can end tomorrow. I mean, they have no problem shut, showing you the door at, at all for the slightest thing. And I've been canned for, for something I've said on social media. You can read my book if you're interested. So they have no obligation to you. They have no loyalty to you. They're not supposed to. They're a business. And your loyalty is supposed to be to God and to your family, if you're a person of faith. So when you make the right decisions, you always come out ahead. God always looks out for you. Even when I was fired for posting something in defense of families on social media, I never missed a meal. God always takes care of you when you decide for him and what's correct. So anyway, I'm very excited about what the future holds. And I just encourage anyone faced with a situation like this, to remember that you always have a choice. It may not be exactly what you want to do. It may be something entirely different. But if you look down the road, I'm looking at the long game. And my long game is being focused on my family. God first, my family second. That's it. Career's way down the line. And I'm very excited about the decision that I made. I feel very confident about the decision I made. And I'm very confident going forward. There's a word in the Greek that the Bible has a couple of places. The word is elpis, E-L-P-I-S. And the word means confident expectation. And that's really how I feel. I'm very excited about the future. Stay tuned for what I've got next. Check out HeidiHarris.com. I will also do the podcast temporarily. And I'm probably going to do a lot more uh, things that are faith-based politicians come and go, but I'm much more concerned about what's happening in our nation and how the culture is changing so quickly. I'm worried about uh, Christians having their rights infringed. That's more interesting to to me than complaining about the city council, frankly, even though a lot of them are rotten. (laughs) I'll let other people do that. Uh, I'm moving on to things that are more important. So I'm Heidi Harris. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please give it a like. I guess that's how it works on social media, right? If you give it a like, it moves to the top. I don't know. I haven't put a lot of emphasis on the podcast because I've been doing the live show, but I'll do more of this now. So don't forget to subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also get my book on Amazon. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. There's also a link at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Find it, please. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 